We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Mondays, right? And you know what we do on Mondays? The past two Mondays, we weren't able to do Mondays with McCool, but we got James here, James McCool, co author with me on the theory of daily fantasy sports. It's a 15 hour audio DFS masterclass you can pick up at theoryofdfs.com. And as always, Give me those thummy thumbs on your way in the door. Infamous talk, Suki Singh. I know you guys are here early. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs to the side, subscribe button, notification bell, whatever you want. But James, you're you're, you're finally here. Uh, you're 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 now in Clarksville, Tennessee. You made the move, and as as I warned before, Clarksville is a garbage place to be, and now you found out why because apparently there's no electricity there. Yeah. It was, it was a brutal move. Okay. So like, it's already hard enough moving like within the same state, right? Like you're moving like 45 minutes this way or an hour and a half this way. And then it gets harder when you move across state lines and then you're like, oh man, this is like a five, six hour drive. Like, well, a lot. No, no, no. We drove for 21 of 24 hours. Margaret and I slept for two hours in a hotel room. We took our cats with, so they were sedated most of the time. Uh, we made it here finally. It took us 48 hours uh, to actually get here. And then when we got here, the electricity was not turned on in my house because they forgot to send me the application to finish out things and get electricity turned on. So then we had to stay in another hotel and wait for electricity to be turned on in the morning. And then we didn't have internet. So then on Monday, we buy internet, right? So all this happened over the weekend. Like we got here Saturday and then Sunday was the electricity, move everything from the, from the van and the trailer into the house. Monday, we go, we get internet. I'm like, oh, cool. They have fiber optic here. That's, that's awesome. Stoked on that. 
So we get so we sign up for internet. We go through this whole thing. Uh, it takes like an hour to sign up for it because of course it does. And then they say, oh, well, okay, now you have to wait until the fifth to have, have internet. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll use I'll use my phone hotspot for till then. I'm gonna miss out on a bunch of money, but whatever. Like we we can make it work. And then we get to the fifth, right? So the fifth, the fifth is two days ago. Two days ago. So, so, you've been, so you've been there all week without internet, without, you know, the, uh, other, than, other than 5G or whatever. What is essentially a, a basic need in the world at this point. Yeah. So it comes up to the fifth and we're wait, and we get the service tech comes in. He tells us to download these apps so we can manage our internet, so we can manage our stuff. Uh, and then he says, oh yeah, everything looks great. Like 99.9% sure they won't have any problems. And then we're sitting here until like 4 p.m. We were supposed to get our stuff delivered, like our modem and our router and everything like that. We're supposed to get it delivered for self-installation. Remember self-installation, that part's important here. Uh, and we don't get it. So then we call at four and we talk to this poor girl who just, man, she, she had a hard day. Uh, we talked to this girl who says, oh, it was supposed to be a tech install and the tech canceled for natural disaster. Affecting but didn't you have, didn't you say you had someone there already? Didn't someone we had come? A service tech there, but not a technician. We had a service person there. So like basically just a glorified sales rep. Okay. In. So <laughs> this girl says, oh, well, the, the tech cited a natural disaster as to why they couldn't do the job today. So I go ballistic. I'm like, natural disaster? You're natural disaster. There hasn't been a natural disaster here in at least a week. We had some rain today. Is that what he canceled for? The tech canceled for rain? Oh, by the way, this wasn't supposed to be a tech install. This was supposed to be a freaking self-install. So just send me the stuff. They're like, oh, well, we can't do that. We can't just send you that because it was noted as a tech install. No, no, no. We have a confirmation number and an account number and an, and like texts and a person who came in person who said it was going to be a self-install. Oh, no, it's a tech install. So I scream at her, Margaret and I scream at her, and then we get a supervisor. And then he tries to tell us the same thing. So Margaret and I just like unleash the fury of middle-aged white people into this guy as well. And then we finally talk to a manager who talks to the local person who designates where people go. And then he says, oh, the natural disaster was that, that it was too cold. And I'm like, <laughs> I come from Colorado, bro. Okay. Like too cold. It rained and it was like 34 degrees. And that's a natural disaster here. It's you February. What do you mean it's too cold? It's February. Kidding? I am losing my mind at this point. I'm like, it is 7 p.m. Or no, it's 6 p.m. We've been on the phone for two hours. I'm holding this guy past hours at work. And he's like, okay, well, I'll be here at 7 a.m. tomorrow so that I can talk to somebody in the morning. I'm like, cool. I'm going to call you at 7 a.m. And I'm going to be on the phone with you until this is fixed. He's like, well, you can't hold me hostage. I'm like, yes, I can, because you can't hang up on me. So as soon as I get a hold of you tomorrow, you're not doing anything until I have internet. Lo and behold, in the morning, we get scheduled for an emergency setup on Saturday and we get internet set up at about 2 p.m. So, uh, but it's, it's still, it's, but they still didn't, the, the person, the last person you had on the phone still didn't explain to you that it's in your, it's in their system as a self installation. Nope, nope, nobody can tell us why. Nobody can tell us why. And there's no local office there. You couldn't like go to someplace to pick the stuff up. Nope. Like here with spec, like here with Spectrum, I mean, they suck also. But there are like local, like I could go 
if I need to drop off something and pick something up, like there are local little little satellite places. That's where you're supposed to leave your cable box if you move or, you know, like that type of stuff. Yeah, the Nothing closest there. one is in Nashville. You can know, is, that's not that far. That's an hour and a half. Or, right, but I mean, like, I, I wasn't, I don't think they were open on Saturday either because I checked right. and I wasn't going to wait. And, and they tried to schedule it for the ninth. They, they were like, oh, we need to reschedule for the ninth. And I'm, right. I had lost my mind at this point. I was ready to go and like burn down the AT&T building, wherever this, this, this manager, this poor manager works in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was going to find his office and sit at his desk until I got internet. I'd have paid the phone. I had paid the flight tickets. I, I was going to ruin this guy's life. Uh, luckily it magically got taken care of by a tech who, uh, who magically had some extra time. Um, it just proves if you, you yell at people, you can get whatever you want. Just be mean. And, and like the world's easy. Yeah, but are, aren't you being a Karen then? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was, that was the most Karen act that I have had in years. I, I don't usually, I'm a really chill guy, man. Margaret is a really, really chill person. Uh, we were not, we were not chill this time. We, we were straight up like that curved haircut, wearing the glasses. I've got on like a fake pearl necklace, just straight Karen. It. I, it absolutely. See, my, my strategy, I do the, I, I, I do the opposite only because I've done tech support. I've done customer service support over the phone. The, to me, I the best way that I find is to play this is to play dumb. Because typically when you play dumb, you get the person on the, the at least the first level person on your side. So like, so for instance, uh, my, my rigmarole this past week with you, you with the internet is me with my, my, uh, uh, well, I don't know that uh, spondylitis medication. So I, t I take, I take, if you, if you see, if you watch TV and there's a commercial with either someone that is going like this with their hands has red patches, it's, it's, it's those AB drugs. It, it, you can't, Humira, Cosentix, all of those, they're extremely expensive, uh, but it covers uh, ankylosing spondylitis and Crohn's disease, which is what I have. Uh, my insurance I've been, I've been getting like injections in my rheumatologist's office. Yeah. So and that's a different, that's like a different, to the insurance company, it's a different code, right? So they pay the rheumatologist who gets the thing, they mix it together, they put it in the syringe and they give it to me, which there is a self-injector, but I feel better that someone, let, 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 let a trained professional do it instead right. of having me do it. Uh, even though it, it looks really easy. Uh, well, my insurance company wasn't going to pay for more than a year of it. Right. So they're like, oh, we'll cover it, but under the pharmacy plan. So you have to get you. It has to be delivered to you. You can't do it in office anymore. Now, to have it switched from one to the other took uh, like six phone calls and about four hours on the phone. Because yet, number one, you can't you, you can't go to the pharmacy without a without a prescription. So and you can't get the rheumatologist when they make their prescription has to put in a claim to my insurance. So you have the rheumatologist, you have the insurance company, then you have the pharmacy. So like all three of those things have to happen, but because the drug is so expensive, even under insurance, Simzia, which is the drug that I take, has its own savings plan. Like it, like it's, you know how it, they say in the commercials, if you can't pay for the whole thing, call the number and we can help you. Well, they could help me. They could, they, they, they give you this little savings card that could cover your co-pays. It's co-pay assistance. 
Uh, so now I have to talk to four different entities and they all have to get together because now, now the rheumatologist puts the prescription into the pharmacy. So now the pharmacy goes, well, no, the, no, the rheumatologist has to put the claim in to the insurance company and then also has to send the prescription to the specialty pharmacy, which are two different entities, right? And then now the, the claim gets approved, but I still need to pay the copay. But the copay gets paid by Simzia. So now I have to get the now I have to sign I have to talk to someone else on the phone to get my account information there to then give it to the pharmacy. And then when you give it to the pharmacy, I need to then talk to a pharmacist. And then then there that then because I'm getting it mailed, I need to I need to then go to their billing department in order to get the shipping information. It was it was insane, but the entire time it it worked out because I just treat I basically say. I've never done this before. I'm just telling, like, like when when the per, when the person on the phone would say, "Well, uh, like, I, you have to do X, Y, and Z." It's like, well, the per, like, I'm just telling you what the other person told me. Like, I, like, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, I'm just, I, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing. Tell me the number. Tell me exactly what to do, and I'll do it. Right? Even though in my head I'm going, these people are fucking idiots. <laughs> right? I mean, like, how can one person can't tell the other? So I ended up because I did that. The pharmacy, the pharmacy person, that which is the level one person, not the pharmacist, ended up. I had to be on hold for like forty five minutes, but I knew why because because I was playing so dumb because I was like, oh, well, I don't know when the card's going to come, like, and I need this medic, and they're used. It's especially pharmacy. They they know that most of the medication they have is is people need it. It's not like oh yeah whatever you know you can set up your you can set up your internet in the February 9th. Who cares type of stuff. Uh, they ended up they ended up behind the scenes while I was on hold calling Simzia because I signed up for their copay assistance program. So in their system, I had a number. I just haven't gotten the package with the card so I could give the number to the pharmacy. So they went behind the scenes and did it. But I guarantee if I yelled and moaned, they would have just basically said, well, you got to wait for that card in the mail and too bad and gone, whatever. So you just act, yeah, kind of act. As if you're, you know, whenever I call up Spectrum or something for internet, it's like, dude, like I, I've done, yes, I've done on and off. I've done all that type of stuff. All that I, I don't know. I don't, I, uh, tell me what to do. Tell I'm, I'm the idiot. Please tell me what to do. I'm being, not, and, and then you talk to a supervisor or something like that. And then like, like, I just want this problem. What's the easiest way for me to fix this problem? Do I, do, can I go somewhere? Can someone come? Can, can, who, can you call someone on a cell phone? I mean, I'm just. I'm just, but I'm not yelling. I'm more the fact of like, please help the dumb person, right? Right, so you at least get a little bit of sympathy is like, like I'm just in this, stuck in this situation and like Mr. Magoo it up. Uh, but I mean, I, I guess both methods uh, uh, do work. It's, it's about extremes, right? As long as you are on the extreme, either I don't know how to do anything, I barely put on my pants this morning, or the, I am going to rip your pants off of your body and choke you with them, one side of the spectrum is going to win every single time. It, it just don't win. be passive. Like yeah, it, don't the worst passive. thing to do is be passive and just like, oh, oh, that's that's too bad. I guess I guess I'll wait until the ninth, knowing that on the February 9th, no one's going to show up either. And then nope. uh, <laughs> right? that's the worst thing. The worst thing that you can do is make it so that they have all the power. You you have to either have power of manipulating them by acting like an idiot or instilling the fear of a thousand white suns in them. Uh, by screaming at everybody that you can find and threatening to literally hold a manager hostage at seven in the morning. 
which is a hilarious outcome. I wish that I could have gotten that. I did try to call. I tried to call his office three times that morning and I couldn't get a hold of him. The, the lady said, oh, well, there are multiple managers named Andrew. I'm like, oh yeah, name them. Name them, right. right. Name, name every single manager named Andrew. I want to hear all of their last names. I want you right. to prove to me that there are multiple Andrews. Of course she didn't. I ended up hanging up on that person, but he gave me a call back. Uh, magically, after I had that conversation where I told this girl to name every single Andrew that she's ever known in her entire life, uh, we had a, a meeting set up with Comcast or with uh, AT&T that day. So just uh, just be either rude or dumb. And, and that's how I felt. Right. Or be both. Or be, well, I don't think that works. I think that's way worse. No, no. And no, in DFS, that that's that's the predominant. Actually, rude and dumb is the is normal thing. That's actually fair. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. If you go on Twitter or whatever, it's like, like, you know, the most dumb people are the rudest. Uh, that's that's very true for whatever reason you would think that if you were that you were, if you were either really rude or really dumb that you would understand that you kind of have like a little bit of space to make up in life uh you might not want to be both if you're really rude then maybe you need to be a bit smarter if you're really dumb then probably be a little bit nice so that people help you right but i mean you see on twitter projections are bs it's all a scam the, the DraftKings has bots in the lobby oh. and and they're never nice no one's nice about saying not so like, oh, here, well, here's my dumb opinion, and I'm not sure, right? It's always rude. It's always rude. I don't know how people came up with that idea that there are like always bots in the lobby, and that like, well, did did you did you see uh, last week? Did Isaiah ja- when Isaiah Jackson got got injured because he was yeah. like the ultra shock, and he got injured on the first game, uh, first uh, play of the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, FanDuel's ownership went from 50% to 49.9%. After lock. Crazy. Right. Not, not, and of course, these people don't, don't realize that uh, uh, the, the, the way that ownership gets, that's computed depends on lineups that are active. Like the adjustment of a couple of, typically the couple of lineups are unfilled lineups. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I mean, you see that on DraftKings also. You'll see, you know, 16.8% and then it's be 16.6% because there's like 50 lineups that were like registered to the contest, counted as one of all of them, and then got to a point where it's like, okay, well, they're all zeros now. And obviously they're not as owned anymore by a small percentage. That's the that's the actual reason. But to explain it to someone like the the the, the conspiracy theorists on Twitter or Reddit got to share this with class action lawsuit. They're letting the sharp players uh, swap out the injured player. Yes, you know, are. right. They're, they're letting like, there's probably like 10 or 20 people that are allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. There can't possibly be another reason. There can't possibly be another reason. No, because everything in life that goes wrong for people like that is automatically somebody's fault. They're, they're automatically getting cheap. Right, like I lost I, I lost some money in MMA this past weekend. It was all everyone else's fault. Yeah, I lost a, I lost a whole bunch yesterday in NBA, and it was it, it was everybody else's fault for uh, for rostering Brandon Ingram and having sixty three fancy points. Literally the biggest ceiling game. It was a conspiracy though, right? So like Ingram Brandon, had his own lineup. I think I think Ingram was playing the. And he talked to the pros. He talked to the pro players and said, hey, I'm going to try tonight. I don't usually try. I'm going to try tonight. <laughs> was what like, was his ownership yesterday? 
I was like 30% or something. Okay, well, like, we're not talking about 2% and he goes off. He's like, okay. And he talked to all 30% of those people. Oh, 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 oh. So it's it's one of those players that knows when he's chalked or not. There's a meeting. Right. He knows mm-hmm. when he's chalked. It's like, oh, when he's chalked, he's going he's gonna to get there. But when he's not chalked, he doesn't try. Hilariously, uh, speaking of real DFS things really quick, I was playing the 20 max last night because I hate NBA and I'm just- Okay, because I didn't play NBA last night. Yeah, I, I played the 20 max, um, just, just $4 because I had internet and I was like, hey, I can do things. So um played 20 max. Uh, I got wrecked, but- uh, What's wrecked? You put in 80 bucks and what? You got 12 back or something? No, I got zero back. I, okay, I mean, well, whatever, wrecked. but it's 80 bucks. Okay, it's, it's 80. wrecked. Jordan, $80 is like- It's a minus 100%. So technically, yes, that would be wrecked. Anyway, uh, I was looking at the top of the leaderboard and I, there's one dude- took down the entire thing with a train in 20 lineups. And I think that that is likely the funniest outcome that happens in any, I I think that's the funniest thing to see happen. Because you know, that person who's in first sees this train of 20 lineups going up behind him. There cannot be a worse feeling. Right, because you're either coming in first or you're coming in 21st for like 300 bucks. Yeah, for like 200 bucks. This dude right. takes down 20K last night with the with a 20 lineup terrain. And that one person who was in first, I think he did end up coming in like, I don't know, second or, or third or something like that. He sees that train coming up and you just know, you see the PMR, you don't have anything left. He's got like 30 minutes and he's only five points behind. And you're like, this, this is going down by magnitudes of like 10, 12 X. And that, that's the funniest thing. I think it's way funnier. There was one person who took down an NBA GPP. I think it was like- uh, is, this, is this the chemist? I'm bringing up results DB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was chemist. chemist one, but yeah, unique zero. Right. 20, 20, 20 train. Right. I don't know how it calculates this. It says ROI $952. Was, were there smaller contests yesterday? Oh, yeah. Putting, the contest was tiny. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why. Okay. So first, uh, right, with Brandon Ingram. With a four with basically two bucks, Drew Holiday at four percent. I'm just looking at the lineup. Yeah, I mean he had the legit nuts last night. I I don't think you could have. Well, Middleton was 8,200, only scored 34, so that's not the nuts. But based on this, it's like you needed Drew Holiday at four percent for 60 yeah. points. Yeah. And John Collins put up nearly 50 for five percent owned. So like the guy behind him, right? No, I had even more had an even more contrarian one. Yeah. Right. Well, it's because like the it was heavy chalk on Luka Doncic. Yeah, he only scored 53, right? Yeah. And and well, he had 37 at halftime. And was it a, did it end up being a blowout or something? No, he just sucked. He scored oh, okay. three fancy points in the third. It was funny. Um, also, good uh, looks like Goodwin died. And Goodwin died at 37% out. What yeah. happened? What happened? I, I, I saw, I saw, I was looking on Twitter. Did it turn out that Rondo played most of the game and Goodwin didn't? Uh, I don't know. I haven't actually ran any, uh, any recap. Hold on. No, I looked in the NBA discord that uh, from yesterday, because I, I, I was scrolling through the present and it seemed like Goodwin came out and Rondo came. Obviously Rondo would come in, but it seemed like maybe they ran with Rondo to close uh, both halves and Goodwin stuck there with seven points. Yeah, let's see. So Goodwin ended up playing 16 minutes. Okay. Uh, Rondo played I, 32. Yeah. Nathan in, in the chat says uh, the reason why Luca poor was uh, poor, he got his fifth foul two minutes into the third quarter. 
Oh yeah, yep. That's why. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah, and we also on. got oh hold on. We got Jamie in the in the chat. Jamie Steed. Yeah. Right. I see him in, in the, the Discord every once in a while. Right. He he won, he won the large field GPP in MMA. Hey. Right. He said, Thanks, Blender, for talking about MMA the other day. You're the reason I entered. Great. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, people, people are catching on. And this oh, you're the reason why I entered MMA and won with a unique lineup. I, I, I had 150 lineups. I had 48 unique and 120 under five dupes for a 13 fight slate. I'm like, okay, that's that's decent or whatever like that. This dude comes in solo first and with a lineup that I could have possibly had, right? That's how I feel every time that somebody takes down a League of Legends GPP. Right, like, right. So he is. took it down. And he, and he bought the theory of DFS as a thank you. So, but do you need it? Right? What's <laughs> the point of that? Why? What, what, right? Thank you. Thank you for helping me out. I want $100,000 and here's 125 bucks. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mind. Hey, I'm going to, I'll, you know, we'll take it. Right. Thank Thank you. Me and James say, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, but I, I don't know. Do you need it anymore? Do you, do you, you're well, going to listen and go, oh, I, I can understand all this. People who get complacent and don't keep trying to learn end up wasting the hundred thousand dollars. It was actually a smart idea of him to buy it after hitting for a hundred thousand right. dollars. So that he knows how to not waste it. That's right. Okay, good. So uh, Pro Bowl last night. Did you, did you play the, uh, the Pro Bowl DFS? No, but I, all I saw, I didn't put no. But apparently I should have. Apparently everyone in my timeline was like, this was the biggest EV event of the season because the, the defenses were only 12% on. I am was, was that the real? Okay, because I, 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 I don't care. Right? I, I, like the Pro Bowl was completely off my radar whatsoever. Was it due, is it due to the fact that in the Pro Bowl, very similar to any like all-star game, that none of the positional players are going to play like a large portion of the game. Except so the time. only positional spot, like defense is the whole defense, regardless of who's in. Mm-hmm. So because every, you know, the court, it's like the preseason almost like, because there'll be three quarterbacks in the game. There'll be five running backs. Everyone's going to get wide receiver, like, like everyone's going to play. So the only position that like, like defenses, like you're you're guaranteed. Like there may not be anyone that gets the bonus of any position player. So essentially, you're playing a game of defenses and touchdowns. Yeah, it's basically preseason. Uh, I think that it's it's combination things. One, yeah, position players pretty much don't play the whole game except for the tight ends. So it was like Mark Andrews and. I don't know. Because each team only had like two tight ends or something. Yeah, Kyle Pitts was there. I, I don't know. Um, but basically, tight ends are the only position player that end up playing a full half. Uh, and the rest of the positions obviously just like switch in and out. And then defenses, I think that it's a combination of you're not likely not getting bonuses and you need touchdowns. And it's so loose and like touch and go in the Pro Bowl that just like quarterbacks just doing weird stuff. And nobody's going to get hurt. Nobody's going to try to tackle a defensive player that's going to score a defensive touchdown, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, right, especially the offensive players, right? No wide receiver yeah. is going to get hurt or, right, no running back or wide receiver, no skill position player on offense mm-hmm. on an interception is going to start running down a cornerback or anything. Yeah. They're just like, okay, we're done. We're, I, I, my job normally is not to tackle, so I'm not going to bother trying. Right. So I think that's what it is. I, I, I didn't play either because I – I'm, I'm like you. I don't care about Pro Bowl DFS. I'm I'm ready for the All Star break so that I can like just do hockey stuff for a little while. Um, but yeah, I think tight end and defense that was just like the edge there. And now people are going to be uh, 
people are going to be salivating over the Super Bowl showdown, which is always the most hilarious showdown of the entire year. Um, weird stuff always happens. Teams pull out all the stops. But the, uh, the cool thing about this Super Bowl with the Bengals and the Rams is very concentrated. We know like where probably 85% of the offense goes to on both of these teams. So, the, so how do you get uh, different? How, how do we get unique in large, large contests? Well, I think the showdown is probably going to come down to like the wide receiver threes on either time on either team. So focusing on like Tyler Boyd and Van Jefferson, I think makes a lot of sense, or you can just fade Cooper cup and then you don't have to do anything else. I am sure that like, that would be enough to make you uh, at least low duped in large field contests, but it, it's going to be interesting. It's harder on, I, I personally like games like this where I know where nearly all the offense is. I don't have to worry about some wide receiver four, like an Isaiah McKenzie or something like that coming out of the woodworks. Or if it was the chiefs, like you have to worry about what one of the three running backs and seven wide receivers is going to catch a touchdown from a homes. Like you can kind of build a lineup for a showdown like this, that makes sense. Uh, and all you have to do is just fade one really, really high owned piece of it, like fading Cooper cup, or fading Jamar Chase or something like that. If you do a Bengals lineup that is uh, Tyler Boyd and T Higgins fading Jamar Chase, uh, I think that that is a good way to go about things. If you do a Rams lineup that is OBJ and Cam Akers or something like that and hope Cooper Cup doesn't catch a touchdown, you can go things like that. But I'd rather games like this than games where I have to try to take a shot on some $500 player that is very likely... I mean, he might have his only touchdown of the season at some given point in some timeline, but I don't have to worry about for that for games like this. And I prefer stuff like that for showdown. Right, but you have to figure it's like someone like Kendall Blanton may be popular because okay. no, yeah. of no Higby. Kendall Blanton is probably going to be popular. I've seen uh, a couple of people talk about him. I know that I saw um, the guys over at ETR mention him being Cam a Akers looks like he projects well. Yeah. Probably. I, I haven't ran projections for it yet. Cam Akers is going to project well. Cooper Cup, OBJ. OBJ has been very, very involved in the Rams offense uh, in the playoffs and, and towards the later part of the season. Um, I, I think there, there's a couple different ways to go about being different here. And the, the main way to be different here might just be doing off right? A lot of people are talking about the Rams defensive line against the Bengals offensive line and how the Bengals offensive line is just trash. Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against the Steelers. Um, the Rams defensive line is obviously 10 times better than what the Steelers defensive line is. So um, maybe you just do a Rams onslaught and you have a Rams defense in there and you just basically fade most of the Bengals offense outside of, I don't know, either Jamar Chase or T Higgins or something like that. You can do it the other way also. We've seen Stafford throw four pay, picks in a game, right? Right. Yeah, 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 we've seen Stafford be really bad. So maybe that's the way to go about it. Um, doing just an onslaught where both of these teams are high powered. So maybe trying to take a stance on the under and just think that each team is going to be utilizing their running backs and their defense against uh, quarterbacks that have shown propensity to have a low floor. That might be a way to go about it. I, I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I'm certainly, I'm pretty excited for it. I don't usually get excited for, for Super Bowl showdown, but I'm pretty excited this year. Are you play double, double defense, double kicker? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you play for a nine to six game. Uh, you could play for a nine to six game. But I mean, we're that, what, we had what, three Super Bowls ago or whatever, but it was a, what the Rams Patriots game. That was what, 10 to six or something. Oh, I God, mean, like terrible. it was yeah. one touchdown the whole game. 
well, that one touchdown is probably going to be a running back. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I do think if you're playing cash, I had the strategy of just utilizing both kickers, both quarterbacks, and both wide receiver ones in cash. And that was working. Can, you fit, for a can you fit that in? I don't know if you can fit it in for this one. Let's see. No, you definitely can't. Go Based on our current projections in Grinar and IQ, we have Cooper Cup at the captain. We basically neither quarterback is even in the the highest meeting projected line. I believe that. Cup, Rams, Boyd, Higgins, Acres, Mixon. All right, let's let's see if we can build this. Who are who are the kickers? McPherson and Matt Gay. Oh no, you can't quite do it. You have to you have to use a kicker at uh, at captain to do it. Which for cash may still be fine if you're able to get all the high scoring players in. But right. I mean, you're not going to win a GPP that way. You can do it up to. Ah oh, man, it's close. Hold on, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. You have to go Matt Gay over Evan McPherson. Oh, nope. Can't get Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford together doing that. Can't do it. No, they're too expensive. Can't do it. You can do it if you drop down to Tyler Boyd. So then you have, then you have, uh, actually, can you go Tyler Boyd over Matt Gay? Maybe you can. Does that work? Oh, yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah, so you would end up doing uh, Tyler Boyd, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Evan McPherson, Matt, Matt Gay. Okay, that's that that makes more sense for a cat for for double ups. Yeah, I think that 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 isn't the worst lineup that I've ever seen for double. Right, right. Typically, you, you want to get you want to kind of want to get both quarterbacks in for for double up type of lineups. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty important. Right. So even if I click and just get two in here, and click optimize. Yeah, I would have to play Ben Skronik or something. Like the, the way I do this is Cup Captain, Gay Acres Skronik. You could do it that way with Cup at the captain. You don't need – I mean, you could play one of the quarterbacks with the captain. Line is 4,600. Yeah, that's rough. Cash games are actually kind of rough for this. It's so expensive. Yeah, because the pricing is not that bad. No, the pricing is not bad. Right, because I expected typically for like the Super Bowl, it's like, oh, they're gonna price people a little softer, right? When you get Cooper Cup 10-4 and the and the and the, the quarterbacks are gonna be 9,200, and it's gonna be like, okay, if you don't want to play anyone below, you know, three thousand or four thousand, you don't have to. Yeah. Ooh, this this is a this is a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. This should be fun. I think I think I'm I'm with Kickstart in the in the YouTube chat. I think I'm more likely to play defenses. So I think they're gonna be they're gonna be low owned. Yeah, I think so too. I, I'm gonna end up playing the Rams defense, I think. It's Either defense. Well, I mean the Rams defense specifically for that narrative of like nine sacks against Joe Burrow. Because I, right. I do believe in that. I, I do think that they're gonna Bengals could have four picks on Stafford. So I mean, come on. <laughs> One of those can turn into a touchdown, right? That's right. That, and that's all there is in the game. It's it's a 21 to 14. Mm-hmm. Three pick sixes, two pick six. There you go. Fumble recovery, sack, sack, strip, sack, fumble recovery, touchdowns. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone to Twitter. People tilting their heads off. Right. Cooper Cup captain, like, oh, seven points. Bengals captain, uh, 74. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can actually, you can build a pretty sick, you can build a pretty sick uh, uh, 
onslaught with the Rams. But you're using the Rams defense. Yeah. And you could use their kickers. So Rams, Gay, Blanton, Cup, Stafford, and then some, some you know, Jamar Chase or something. Or Acres. You put Acres in there. Right? Yeah, you Acres. Ake, let's put Acres, Stafford. If we put Acres and Stafford this way, now you're still getting three. You're still getting three with the cup of the captain. So Acres, Stafford, Rams. Rams and Gay. Yeah, you could do it 49-4. So it'd be Cup of the Captain, Gay, Rams, Akers, Stafford, and Higgins as your loan. That's, a, that's exactly what I just built. Okay, yeah, well, that's the highest projected one of doing it that way. Yeah. Yep. that's You can build that pretty well. Uh, yeah, I but this, this is not going to be unique, though. No, 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 it won't. I can't see that this, this – I can't see – this makes too much sense, right? And remember, yeah. NFL Showdown, if you're looking at your lineup – and you like it and it makes sense, it's probably a bad line. <laughs> <laughs> from an yeah, EV perspective, it's probably a bad line. You probably have to go down from T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd to make it. No, even then, that'll be that'll be duped 27 times. Well, yeah, and the million maker. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about small field stuff. I'm looking to make a million dollars. How else am I going to make a million dollars? You know, Jamie Steed, he's going to make, he's going to do it. Right. That's what's going to end up happening. That's, that's okay, what happens. Okay. That's yeah. what happens to me now, James. Right. The past six months. Right. I've been, you know, since, since, since uh, the MMA, big, the big hit in MMA, I've been watching so many people send me messages saying, I, I 50,000 in the GPP. Thanks a lot. Theory of DFS. It's like, like, I'm doing the same thing as you. How come you're getting there and I'm not? Because they're running hot. <laughs> they're running hot, I guess. Right, I look at, oh, thanks for all the advice. I made a million dollars. And it's like, well, how come I didn't win? <laughs> right, I, 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 I'm doing the same thing you're doing. I, I built the unique lineup. I got it. Well, it's not unique anymore because I'm duping you. Well, I'm not going to say it. Oh, no, you have to say it. It's part nope. of the show. Not going to say it. Don't say you got the lineup and then don't say it. I got the lineup, Jordan. Okay, so what's the lineup? What's the lineup? It. It'll be me, you, and everyone in the chat. So who's, who, who is splitting the million dollars? So what's the line? All right. So it's Cooper Cup of Captain. And you're already dead. That's already duped. You're done. There's no way that that's not duped. Come on. Cooper unless unless you're playing backup quarterbacks. Cam Akers, Lang, okay. OBJ, okay. Matt Gay, and Jamar Chase. Fading Matthew Stafford on the, on the full stack. With the Cooper Cup lineup? With Cooper Cup lineup. With Jamar okay, Chase. Well, what's the total? Of, what's the ownership sum of that line? Oh, I don't know. Probably 9049 plus. You're dead. You're done. No, but it's already duped no, 700. It's, it's unique. It's unique. No, it's with, not. With this is not a unique everybody. lineup. No. It's unique with me and you and everybody in here. Because everybody. No, and, and 100 other people. People are not going to be playing Cooper Cup with OBJ without Matthew Stafford. No, of course they will. They will not. There will be people that do that. Yes. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see because it's lineup. So switch that. And, switch that with OBJ a captain, and then maybe maybe have an argument. There we go. That's and then leave a ton of money on the table. Okay. Okay. Now, 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 now it's a little bit more enticing. I'm still not going to play it, but there we uh, go. It's more enticing. We got it. That's, that's all right. we had to do. That's all we Big had to do. says there hasn't been a kicker captain slate winner this year. Maybe it's time. No. <laughs> Matt Gay kicker cap. Come on. 18 to seven. The game's 18 to seven. Six field goals on one side and a touchdown on the other. 
You know, McVeigh has been quite a beta about his fourth down decisions, actually. Right, just field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. Matt Gay captain. All right, what can we do with Matt Gay captain? You can do anything you want. Actually, Matt Gay captains, even if it's only going to be owned at small percentage, could actually be more duped. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> right, because if you're going to jam in everyone, there's only so many combinations of filling yeah. in all your salary. So, like, uh, if I go to the kick, if I go to captain, let's go to captain and put Gay in the captain. And we just jam in everyone else based on projection. I mean, look, it's look at the rest of your lineup. It's Stafford, Cup, Mixon, Akers, Boyd. That's 49-5 in salary. So even like even if you switch out, you know, mix in with the borough and you do something else like that. I wouldn't do this. I mean, eh. I wouldn't do this. No, of course not. I'm not playing kicker captains. Well, I wouldn't do it simply because I think that Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon together against uh, against an onslaught doesn't make any sense. Why? Why not? They get to get a ton of what, 150 yards and no, because I'm playing playing, playing the Rams defense. Ah, uh, but the, no, the Rams defense scores on two pick sixes. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. That's right. Remember defense? Who cares about the points allowed? I don't care about points. Right. Allowed. Right. 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 Yeah, two pick sixes against Joe Burrow and a strip sack for a touchdown. So three touchdowns for the Rams. Right. Cooper Cup and OBJ both have two 70-yard touchdowns each. Okay, so we're talking about a we're talking about a 56 to nothing game, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but Matt Gay kicks four 50-yard field goals. That's why he's also on top of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kickstart has it. Yeah. McPherson a captain, Bengals D, Joe Barrow, Boyd, Cam Akers, insert any Bengal. I don't think I would play Akers in that type of lineup. Why not? Cam typically, typically if it's an onslaught, it's not the running back. The other team. Cam Akers runs for 250 yards and four touchdowns, and then the Bengals. Yeah, but but how does the how does the onslaught on the other side get there? I mean, be, because then the Bengals have to pass to keep up. Oh yes, you're right. This is the Super Bowl is going to be 72 to 56 <laughs> as a score, right? That's 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 what that's what it's going to be. <laughs> and it's going to be mostly defensive touchdowns and field goals. Actually, just you know how I know that Matt Gay is the actual captain. Why? Because I'm a hundred away from getting uh, Joe Burrow into this lineup, and every time that you're a hundred away, you're a hundred away from the nuts. You are. Yes. Is that a thing? That's a thing. That's how the DraftKings algorithm does it. They make sure that you're a hundred dollars away. Once you know, once you have a lineup that you're a hundred dollars away on, that's the nuts. But but uh, obviously the conspiracy theory is the sharper players get that hundred dollars. They do right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You don't realize it, but some of the winning lineups actually spend 50100 and they just hope that you can't do the math. Osmo actually gets 200 More dollars over the cap? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. He gets 50200 That's why he always has the nuts. Right. But this is going to be a good showdown. This this right. fun. The pricing is really good on here. Uh, being unique in the Millie Maker, I don't even, I don't know if I should play the Millie Maker. I don't know how to like. I'm not sure how comfortable I would be building lineups that would need to be unique on this slate. Right. Well, yeah. that you have no problem putting in 20, 24, the $4 20 max entries for 80 bucks and going, you know, whoops, devastated. So why did, what, what's the, what's the price? Is it, is, what's the show? Is how much a lineup? Okay. No, no, no. So show, is it $15? I mean, what? I don't even know. I, I am okay throwing $80 at NBA in the 20 max because like with the way that my projections get built out, I know that I'm not losing EV to being duped. 
Whereas like in the Millie Maker, I don't want to play something if I feel like I'm going to be duped. Usually when I play Showdown, I play the 222 or the 180. Okay. Because I, I would just rather play those because I have a much, much, much less chance of being duped. Um, and I think that you can still build good lineups in those contests and and not worry that much about your EV being drained by being duplicated 50 times. So it's a fifteen dollar contest. You could put in put in five entries. If it's duped, if if you're duped twice, so I don't mind half a million. Yeah. If it's it, under uh, 10, really for that type of contest, I don't mind anything under 10. Yeah, I agree with that. And or under of uh, fine. With 470,000 entrants, like you, you just need to be understanding about the amount of dupes that there are going to be in that contest. And right. If you're playing it, you're, you're really not playing for a million dollars. You're really playing for something like $85,000 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but we say that sometimes there, there's going to be a sold, and we'd say, how do you get unique on this slate? And then someone does. Well, it's because everybody in the entire industry is saying, how do you be unique on this? And then they don't play the best lineup. And then some schmuck plays the best lineup and he wins a million dollars on a solo right. trip with the thing that everybody looks at it and just like, oh. I didn't know one to copy that. Right. It's yeah. a Van Jefferson and captain. Right. And no, it's it's the kicker captain. Right. How did and Matt, Matt Gay throws for a touchdown. They do those fake, right? Johnny Hecker or whatever, the punter. Yeah. McVay does some of those plays, right? It's a fake field goal attempt. The snapper flips it up to, throws it to the kicker, right? Okay, no, no. He catches a touchdown. Here's what's going to happen. Here's the actual Super Bowl play that's going to happen. Okay. It's going to be a fake field goal. The backup QB for the Rams is going to throw a touchdown to the kicker. Yeah, but the backup QBs are too expensive. That it's that's not your lineup. Who who's oh, the they all got, uh, if you say they do that twice, then it's worth playing. They do it at least once. Is it at least one? Actually, they actually they run that on first and ten on it on for on a normal place. They play it <laughs> like they just you. They go for a field goal every play. Is it Wolford or is it Perkins? This is the only I touchdown that's happening in this game. It's no, no, you play out. both of them. You play both of them because they're gonna they're gonna they have to get the other one because remember the game's gonna be 72 to three because it's gonna be an onslaught. So it's gonna be late in the game, it's gonna be the third quarter. The Rams are already up by seven touchdowns, and most of them came on fake field goals. (laughs) Fake field goals from the opposing 20-yard line, right? Because they'll catch them up, they'll catch them. I mean, come on. Imagine getting the kick. They get the kickoff, the opening kickoff of the game, and they set up for a 97-yard field goal. And then they throw the ball to throw them off. It's like because they, they, they go into field goal blocking, and then obviously everyone's open because they fake the field goal. Can you imagine the absolute meltdown of everyone on Twitter? If that's the first play. First and, and 10, there's a touchdown. They go. You see John Wolford throw a touchdown to Matt Gay. It's no, 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 no. That's not going to happen that way because they're not going to get tricked the first time. It's going to be first and 10, incomplete pass. And then they set up for to go for a field goal again. And they get eight yards. So now it's third and two. So then they set up for a field goal again, and then they run it. And then they get first down. Then they set up for a field goal. Every play is actually, it's is the field goal, is, the, is a field goal set. It's just the whole, the whole game. It's just a different play every single time. Eventually. Right, and that's why Matt, Matt Gay, 14 for 180 and four touchdowns. 
and he gets the extra points, right? And and then what they do, they do what what happens? What happens that the, the internet goes nuts on is that it's first and and goal from the one yard line, and they kick the field goal. <laughs> Right, they faked the one from ninety-seven yards, right? But the one from the one. See, this is unrealistic. The field. This is unrealistic only because it's not, um, only because it's it's Matt Gay, and it's not. Oh, why can't I not remember his name? Sean Payton retired, and I can't remember the dude's name. This. This, this is what and, and and James, you play both kickers because the Bengals get so fed up. With all these fake field goal attempts on every play, they start doing it too. No, they don't start doing. They they put they put Evan McPherson as the deep safety. There we go. And then he and then right, he gets a pick six. Right. <laughs> so the kicker, the kickers actually score no field goals, but they're the highest scoring players on the entire slate. I want to point out that like this is only happening. This conversation is only happening because they didn't give us anything else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a five-game slate on NBA today that we have no news for, so what does it matter? <laughs> so sometimes this show is just entertainment. Yeah, yeah. There, no, there I, are going to be people that clip this out. This is what's <laughs> going to happen, James. They're going to people, obviously, all the conspiracy theory stuff, someone's going to post on Reddit, look, the guys from Roto-Grinders said it happened, so it happened, because we were being sarcastic. And then what's going to happen is that Matt, it's going to be a, it's going to be an actual field goal attempt the, the field goal uh, holder is going to uh, muff the, the snap. Gay's going to pick it up and run it in for a touchdown on a botched play. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to be that. Jamie's going to win uh, the million dollars with Matt Gay <laughs> captain because apparently he does everything that I say and then I can't do it, but he wins the money. And, that, and then people are going to be thanking, thanking us for as if we were serious. That happens <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, dude. If, if somebody takes down Matt, if somebody takes it down with Matt Gay captain, unique lineup because he had a touchdown and three fifty-yard field goals, I will retire. <laughs> it's, it's it's so fun that these and that's why you play showdown, man. It's build these wacky lineups, come up with these stupid scenarios that like it absolutely shouldn't happen. But hey, if you can justify a Matt Gay captain lineup, like I'm not gonna fight you for it. Dude, a Matt, truthfully, a Matt Gay captain lineup is more viable than a backup cap, a backup quarterback captain lineup. And we saw the season before that that a backup a backup quarterback captain lineup won a million dollars. No, dude, we saw we saw this year that Geno Smith ended up winning somebody a solo two hundred and fifty k. But not in the captain, not in the captain spot. No, but a backup QB. Okay, but the backup QB on FanDuel, where FanDuel prices them at min price. Yeah, that's true. But DraftKings prices them at 6K. That's a completely different situation. To then play Mariota in the captain and win. That was insane. I remember that. Right. So if that could happen, why can't Matt, why can't Matt Gay go 14 for 180? I'm play, when, people, when people ask me why I'm playing Matt Gay as the captain, on shows, I'm saying I'm playing him for the receiving bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Not the field. They said, oh, you think they're going to kick a lot of field goals? It said, actually, I don't think they're going to kick any field goals. I just think he's going to get the receiving bonus. And that's when the emails to Roto-Grinders come in and say, this guy's an analyst on your shows? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. I don't know why anybody 
listens to us ever. <laughs> <laughs> then people win 50K and 100K in MMA. I'm like, that's why. Right. Because, well, and that's the thing here is if you can't think like this, then how do you ever expect to win large field GPPs? Right. You have to think completely nuts. Yeah. It's, more, it's more beneficial to think that way than think, what are the eight chalkiest plays? And let me play them all in one line. <laughs> yeah. Right. Our way is actually plus EV for sure. You're going to lose a lot, but you're going you're you're to lose time. most of the time. You actually, <laughs> probably most of the time. You know, I love the way we talk about all this, and then I'm going to say go to Theory of DFS to get the theory of <laughs> How to think like a professional DFS player. 15 hour <laughs> audio DFS masterclass where we all we talk about is playing kickers in the captain or receiving <laughs> bonus. Receiving bonus. <laughs> What's uh so for for MLB? Are you excited for MLB to come up? I don't think are they gonna play. I hope so. I just I just hope that we have a baseball season before before the NBA playoffs. I agree with that. Yeah. Like I just as soon as possible. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not enjoying playing NBA DFS because the amount of work that goes into it after post lock, and obviously pre lock also. Mm-hmm. Uh. So like the closer, once MLB starts, it's like, to me, NBA doesn't exist anymore. So the quicker that could come, it's fine with me, but it doesn't look like if they, if typically when spring training doesn't start on time, that means the season ain't started on time. It, it blows my mind that this can even happen. Well, we've honest. seen it before. Dude, they didn't even have a world series in 1994. No, I was no, alive it, for it, that. It blows my mind that like this thing can happen. I know that we've seen it before, but like, for a major for one of the american major sports to do this like it wouldn't it wouldn't blow my mind if it was like the mls or or if it was like rocket league or something i don't know whatever but it blows my mind this can happen to mlb where they the the players came to the table and they're just like hey we just um we just want everybody to play to win and like uh to to pay people their first three years in the league and and um you know, not keep players down in the minors just for no reason. That's all that we want. And the owners were like, we will cut your pay and uh, we will not start the season on time if you ever ask us to let teams win again. And the players are like, we're not even asking for anything. <laughs> we just want the sport to be ran like a sport. And the owners just don't want that because this sport running like a sport means that apparently they're going to lose money, which by the way, I don't know if the owners know this. The more that people enjoy watching the sport, the more money that they could possibly make. I don't know if they know this, but that's well, I think the, the I think the big the biggest issue with with baseball is that MLB is awful at marketing. Mm-hmm. Tragically bad. Right. I, I just think they're so far behind the times. I mean, I don't mind baseball. Right. It's not my favorite sport to watch and follow for a 162 game season but it's not bad but like the the fact that you could like it's the only sport that a major sport we're talking about major league baseball in the united states where i think that 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 mike trout could walk into a grocery store in most major cities and no one would what no one would recognize yep i was just gonna make that comparison it's right, like game. like the like the the best players in the league, outside of obviously their whole like yeah obviously if you're if you're in if you're in Los Angeles if you're if you're in the area of that team, right? They'll know, right? Then. But even then, you're right. Even even then, if if you don't follow baseball, 
right? If you if you're in uh, if if right if you're if you don't follow baseball and you're in uh, wherever with the Philadelphia, like you may not know who Bryce Harper. You may know the name Bryce Harper, but you may not know his face. Yeah, I mean Shohei Otani is. I don't, I don't even know what his ceiling can be like best player ever at the sport. And if he were to walk into a mall in Colorado, no one would know. Did you know? Nobody has any clue. And, nope. and that's, that's really, really bad. And I agree with you. That's likely the biggest problem. Um, but that, that just, it, again, it comes with like the owners not actually wanting the sport to be popular. Like they black out teams 20 miles away. So the right. people have to go either buy overpriced tickets to the game or they have to buy an extra package on their TV. Dude, I'm in, I'm in Louisville and on MLB TV, I can't watch Reds games. It doesn't make sense. I'm a hundred mile. I'm a hundred plus miles from Cincinnati, but I'm still considered in the, to the major league part of the Cincinnati broadcast market because the games are on, but the games are on Fox sports, Ohio or something like that. Yeah. So I would have to watch it on there and not like I'm a hundred miles away. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it is the worst run marketing and ad for a major sport that I think possibly exists. I, there, there's better marketing for much, much lower level sports in, in, across the world that I, I just don't understand how they, how they justify it. And that's part of the big thing here is like, if they were to just market it and advertise it and treat it like a major American sport, again, we're hammering that home here. This is a major American sport. If they were to just treat it like that, then they wouldn't have to nickel and dime the players and manipulate service time. They could just make a lot of money by running the sport like a sport. It's so dumb. And, and now we have to deal with as fans and as DFS degenerates, we have to deal with not knowing that the sport is going to take place on time and, um, if we make it all the way to the end, end of the NBA season without MLB, I might actually lose my mind. Yeah. But isn't there, isn't there always League of legends, right? Isn't there always esports? Yeah. But I, I like to play MLB more than I like to play those things. And I need the reprieve from running NBA projections in March where already we have Brandon Goodwin ending up with only 16 minutes and Rahan Rondo, who's somehow still in the league playing 32 uh and teams are tanking and like it's already starting man they trade Tyler hero doesn't expect to play today it's already starting right and then we got the trade deadline coming up so that's normal and then it's just going to be non-stop like 17 people out every day oh it gets so bad starting in march man we got we got a month until it's just madness right let's play spring training dfs let's let's get it well, and even uh, spring training DFS, there's still edge in spring training DFS. James, paydirt underscore DFS on Twitter. Yes, sir. Paydirt underscore and, DFS. And uh, you have electricity and internet in order to reply to people on Twitter. Yeah, you do. Okay. I do, absolutely. And I also have paydirtdfs.com, uh, you know, your one-stop shop for every single sport under the sun, uh, except for MMA. I don't have MMA projections, but I'm working on that, and I will have that, and it's all for just one month. Right. Okay. Uh, you can follow me at Blender HD. As always, uh, hit the thumbs up button on your way out the door. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. If you're new here and you got if you got anything out of this discussion, you're, I, don't, I don't know why you'd subscribe. <laughs> they said to play Matt Gay Captain for receiving bonuses. Uh, but uh, we do have Grinders Live later today, 5, 10 p.m. on this channel. 6.20 is crunch time for premium members. 
And you can always sign up for Roto-Grinders Premium. Rotogrinders.com slash premium. Click on the link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. We'll review this five-game slate and go see what's going on with the NBA on another edition of the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. <laughs>